Hi, this is Amrita Sukumar and I am bringing to you this podcast called Unsettling. Look around you. Everyone is trying to create their own story. Make a tiny change in someone's life by just following their passion and in turn inspiring the others to follow suit. This podcast brings to you stories of people who have defied the definition of settled set by the society and have created their own. They have found happiness in their version of settled. Yours. Stories have been a part of our life since time immemorial. Our mothers used to tell us stories to put us to sleep. We tell stories to our friends about our heroic conquests of the day. And haven't you created a sad sob story to tell your boss so that he agrees to give you that leave? If you just look around, each moment is a story in motion. and i have with me today a storyteller who captures each and every moment and brings it to life so i have with me mr vikram sridhar hi vikram how are you hi amrita i'm doing wonderful how are you i'm good too uh, so vikram can you tell the listeners about your journey when did you develop this passion of storytelling and how did it all begin um you want a short version or a long version depends on you're a storyteller so i think everyone are going to listen anyways so you can choose which version you like born uh, in the 80s uh-huh. so when i was born in the 80s i i guess i mean i was a second to two brothers okay. and uh, i made a lot of people cry because i was 4 and 1/2 kilos when i was born so <laughs> everybody came and said what a betas guy is and that was a time when this entire thing of vikram betal used to come in the doordarshan times correct and i the nurse suggested that uh, why don't you name this little little one vikram because uh, like the betal and the vikram this vikram is a part of this uh, this emotion with all of you and my brother was vinod so those are times when you used to have rhyming names for sisters and brothers and siblings correct correct so i got my name without knowing that later i would be telling the same vikram betal stories for a living now Oh, that's that's how that's a flashback of how I got my name. Okay, and, and uh, yeah, like every South Indian, I did my engineering and management. Tick mark, tick I'm, mark. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I then went on to work in uh, IBM and uh, SAP later. So my caterpillar time was in Chennai. My uh-huh. butterfly time is in Bangalore. Okay. And so like many many of us I'm sure who are listening I do have a twin city identity and today um I shuttle between both the cities because I, my parents are in Chennai but I live in Bangalore and Bangalore has given me my art. So while I was working so I mean I started the year of my master's my MBA. So theater okay. had entered my life. So okay. I started working with a lot of theater groups in Bangalore and uh, working with uh, different in different capacities. I was acting, I was doing production, I was doing backstage, I was doing everything and everything, uh, even in terms of sweeping the front, the hall, everything. Pure okay. aspect of theater world. So <laughs> after work, I used to do theater, and I also pursued my interest in conservation. I used to work with a lot of uh, domestic uh, animals and birds and dress. when i was in in my college um okay. that i continued in bangalore by by working with the urban wildlife i used to work with uh snakes monkeys guides in rescuing them in the wow. that's my second interest one is theater and conservation and the third yeah. interest of social work i social used to be 
school and college i used to volunteer with a lot of organizations so in from um, school i think i remember I, i was volunteering is something i was very strong in i used to work with children uh, from different demographics of the society mm-hmm. so that continued again in that as a third interest i used to go and work with differently abled children senior citizens mm-hmm. government schools etc so three different aspects of post work and uh, weekend and everything Okay. so this was continuing for some time and theater led me to co-start uh, tahato which uh, you are also part of it now so yes <laughs> so uh, exist 2009 when okay. my theater journey was also well i was almost like 5 years into theater then the then the group started with along others for uh, five that time it was a lot more the history goes back to 30 30 20 all the numbers mm-hmm. and uh, theater was getting stronger and yes i was working in conservation i used to even file uh, rti petitions for temple elephants and oh. uh, same thing with social work i used to raise funds i used i was one of the founding members of this thing called joy of giving week long time back and mm-hmm. uh, that was going so things were beautiful but i never thought any of these three sectors would be so i some i did think i should do maybe social so social work so i should do like a fellowship uh the popular fellowship and then move into social sector so i tried that but then put mm-hmm. a step backwards because my career and corporate career was going much ahead in that same thing in conservation i thought should i do conservation full time and even apply mm-hmm. to a lot of other masters and programs but i can mm-hmm. put a foot step back because a lot of work even in the social sector and conservation is the same thing we all do at work same thing called computer work acha oh yeah, yeah i didn't know so what, i thought it's so, all field work mostly correct but field work is uh, very few people are on the field i mean and uh, uh, even that comes back into documentation i think the idea yeah, of the yeah. the glamour of the social sector is not real i mean it's real <laughs> uh, this thing and which is i was already doing that the so called um, nice part of the work i was already doing like i was i had access to children from the government schools so which means it can't get more real than that <laughs> so this is about 8 9 years and also in theater i was sort of finding out my particular uh, specialization because in theater uh, you can exist as an actor or anything but unless you find a specialization you don't have a longer journey correct and hmm. theater doesn't sustain I mean, as a many people say as a entity just performance doesn't sustain you you have to do other things applied theater like workshops and find correct, your own specialization i was trying to figure that out so that mm-hmm. is when in around 9 years back somebody wanted a theater person to come and do a story for a children's group and mm-hmm. i took that story and performed that story for the child as an actor correct so when it did that my only problem with that story was there was a lot of stereotyping of animals in it <laughs> which the same animals i worked with them having yeah. worked with the animals a very simple example is the word when people normally say is it's a poisonous snake no mm-hmm. snakes are not poisonous snakes are venomous and mm-hmm. uh, same thing when they use the word peacock peacock is only male of a bird the it's called pea fowl because what happens to the pea hen so okay. so with that experience for me to look at what what is this entire world of storytelling for me was very curious i was so they told in the entire world of storytelling was only existing in kindergarten and um, very 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 child oriented storytelling was what was happening so i correct did a little bit of homework to understand is someone performing stories stand up was sort of big time even that time coming up and as one person performing mm-hmm. for an audience but what about stories because we come from a culture of people telling stories in in a very intimate way 
and uh, mm-hmm. many people were doing that i mean even if they were storyteller they're still storyteller but 90% or 95% of them only perform for children second is mm-hmm. even if they for adults it's only personal stories like an open mic third correct is yes. from the audience it's like performing like it's a very, it's a very theatrical type of performance mm-hmm. that's when i realized that my forte was in not in personal stories but i love these classical stories what about these vikram betal stories what about our folklore what about our history what about our classics uh, indian written okay. classics these were we are losing mm-hmm. slowly what came in so many oral traditions today we are just going away in uh, books like it's good but mm-hmm. until the poem is sung the poem has never life right so okay. same the stories so which means another one day in this we will lose these stories and similar to even the panchatantra or the jataka which were not for children it, it is child friendly but it is also mainly for adults and mm-hmm. that discovery for me went to understand as anybody performing stories like one person performs for one hour not um in terms of a far away audience but somebody who's sitting next to you i'm saying you come let's talk to you and i'll, I'll perform a story to you so that space was a huge um gap that was happening and that's when i started looking at storytelling as a specialization of theater for me okay so so that is how it all started so you that's first that's started, began with little children yeah it began with children and even adults i'm saying adults were they're saying what is adults it but later on adult yeah correct so adults hmm. we started with questioning the children's content and then moving on to uh this i mean adults i mean that's how it it happened and today everybody for me now now i perform for all age groups so there is depending on the age the style will vary but like some a lot of content is same for all age so you were saying that you started first with kids then moved on to adults and the content right. is usually the same but then uh you tailor it according to the audience that you have yes yes that because that's how our myths are that's how your folklore is it's it's profound and simple and for some it's simple for the same content for others it's profound okay uh so i have this query so you prepare everything beforehand before uh, so you have an audience ready assuming that the audience is not able to catch the pulse of what mm. you're saying did you have to change the narration the style of the narration uh mid performance ever so the first 5 minutes i'll sort of understand what sort of an audience it is it's also to do with the language because i don't prepare and go so that's uh where my specialization is i don't do anything verbatim acha so the same story if i do it again for another audience it will completely vary oh okay so that's the style that i i like also i mean i'm saying because that's how storytelling is also it's not theatrical where i have to be rehearsed every time look the same no i can okay. completely change this because of, because the audience is also different i mean they if they have idli for the breakfast i will tell them idli story if they have dhokla <laughs> for a breakfast the story should have a dhokla and uh, <laughs> that customization is very important so i'm very customizable in the content so in that way um it's always there say that's a, that's the power of storytelling nice so everyone relates to you and everyone is there in the moment uh what exactly. now but nowadays especially the children even the adults actually because they have got these phones they have this attention mm. deficit disorder kind of thing they, they don't uh, sit in one mm. place or listen continuously for a very long time so how do you mm. tackle that so who said that adults are not short uh, short attention span that is what i said adults too nowadays yes exactly <laughs> so uh, one is uh, how you engage them so say respect of how many gadgets come human 
still relevant in today's time i'm saying irrespective of a smiley or a uh, this thing but a real hug or real thing is still what we all crave for right correct yeah so it's also how you also make it relevant to them in today's context i can't say long long ago there was this great actor called dilip kumar who went on a flight nobody's going to understand the moment i convert that into a varundavan flying coming in a flight the child might look at it more in, looking at it more closely so how do you how do you again bring it down to relevant to a child <laughs> in the child's world is different to an adult's world correct and we've been for a child an adult is a, like a demon or a dinosaur Mm-hmm. so we have to understand with what height do i need to talk to a child so it comes from that aspect also i can't maybe stand and have the child below me and then talk for one hour oh yes it comes into lot not only the idea of um, talking to them but what is the aesthetics around that i work mm-hmm. with okay okay that's wonderful so do you use any kind of props while storytelling or it's just you with a monologue so moment you do props it becomes puppetry so that's uh-huh. another art form acha okay okay so storytelling is purely telling a story using the throat as the youtube and the body as a ppt okay <laughs> so that's how raw it is and that's how it is and that's all i use i don't i'm a single person and it is mm, not a monologue because a monologue will have a different structure to it monologue doesn't have to be a story it can be a narrative correct correct so it's completely different okay very different a monologue so, can just start from nothing and end in nothing uh that is true but i have actually not seen a monologue perform so i cannot uh, relate to it but i'll check something no. some things out definitely right. so are you associated with an institution or do you perform independently for now i mean independently i have i've founded many institutions i've co-founded i co-run i'm a part of many other thing but i've chosen to be independent because uh, it's more peaceful and this form by itself is a single person form but yes. i do collaborate with lots more i collab- i mean i founded one of india's first storytelling societies which is the bangalore storytelling society and this mm-hmm. of course tahato then i'm i curate a part of the bangalore literature festival i did multiple other festivals along with others and uh-huh. all this in an independent capacity acha oh nice that's that's really wonderful um i also wanted to know how long did it take for you to build a regular audience base so it uh, it's it's an ongoing thing i'm saying there's nothing because the audience is also changing age right i'm saying um, a 6 year old in 2 years becomes 8 and 9 and moves to another age bracket <laughs> so you have to build your audience continuously the audience doesn't stay in an adult <laughs> audience for example a 35 will be 38 maybe but in a children <laughs> a 5 becomes 8 and 9 and immediately becomes a teen in 2 3 years <laughs> so you have to keep changing yeah yeah keep building the audience and it's every day is work and because lost lost in uh, i mean i'm saying lost in sight is lost in mind oh okay okay uh, so what would you say are the challenges that you face in this field um i wouldn't say challenges i, would, I mean i would say the, the this field doesn't, doesn't exist right now so when we say storytelling to a lot of people then moment they're going to ask us so what do you do mm-hmm. because the word storytelling is used by everybody right a, a camera yes. person says i'm a storyteller a writer is a storyteller a uh, actor is a storyteller but who, who am i then i'm just mm-hmm. a storyteller <laughs> so that in that way the word storyteller in a very strong context has to come back so that's why i have to use the word performance storyteller but okay. it will come back in like stand up comic people say wow but moment you say storyteller this is ha so what do you do 
it mm-hmm. seems very good but this art needs a lot more practice i'm saying there's practice of voice there's practice of research there's practice mm-hmm. of content there's a practice of improv there is a mm-hmm. practice of uh, interaction i mean psychology of the children because you're working with children there's mm-hmm. much more to it whereas an art form like i'm not saying other art forms are different but i'm saying certain art forms uh, let's say a stand up you has mm-hmm. you, do, you, you don't have to talk to the audience directly your your audience is adults it's a certain age group mm-hmm. storytelling my audience varies every day i'm saying i've had audience who are senior citizens it still works there's audience who are just purely photo eat it still works so that's the beauty of the form which is also what it, today it has to change. i mean the, the perception that the storytelling mm-hmm. can be classical stories can be still celebrated like when i say adult this is for adults people think it's content uh, which is uh, sexual or sensorial oh like that <laughs> when i say adults i'm not talking about only one aspect i'm also talking about polit- political i'm not also talking mm-hmm. about historical i'm talking about emotional these mm-hmm. because a child need not get all these a child should only laugh laugh and laugh correct <laughs> adult can be sad also so this it can be a sad story it can be an emotional story it can be a historical story it can be a purely judgmental relationship story correct so there are a lot of aspects to it there's when it comes to that yeah but whereas today the perception is only saying it's under the belt no <laughs> even that is beautifully portrayed in a lot of folk tales so wow. that's the of the adult story and it's it's still evolving and it's a lot more to evolve in that space but which is the challenge and the beauty is i mean i started the journey so it's an empty road i'm traveling <laughs> yeah since it's an empty road and there are no rules it's pretty raw right you can keep on building your rules as you go and it's absolutely raw true so i am building the rule and i mean i'm and my rule is very simple i mean i don't even stick to a script so which means two times i tell the same story will not be the same and a lot of times that is viewed as I mean, I, there's no grammar to it, but that's the beauty in which I do. <laughs> so, do you write your own stories, or do you do a lot of? You have done a lot of research based on I that. I don't. I don't use the word write. I use. I'll use the word create. Create. Okay. I don't have to write the story. I can just maybe I would have seen a movie or I would have read a story, and I'll create another story based on that completely, and not put it on paper. Okay. You do that before the performance or during? You said you, you create the, the story. yesterday i've done i mean i was doing a session with children when i created the story on the go oh okay <laughs> so that's okay. the power somebody said how was, but yes but I mean, because the session was on coconut and something on coconut and suddenly one child said but where did the coconut come from because it's one of the tallest uh, fruits to come and you will never never know that the that particular thing has coconut inside it correct correct Let correct story out of this and then i created the story right away in 2 minutes i this thought so the, the framework so i just have to fill in the framework and create that and that's magic i mean that's beautiful magic wow so which is uh, one story that is really close to your heart apart from vikram and betal i think <laughs> a lot of i mean i mean there is a there's a story about a camel which i always love telling i mean it's, it's about a mama camel and a, uh, the baby camel going for a walk Uh-huh. the mama camel and the baby camel were going for a walk and the baby camel was asking mama a lot of questions saying mama uh, why 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 and once this question mm-hmm. was like mama why do we have this himalayas on our back mm-hmm. and mama said that's called a hump because we have to save our food right we, we don't have a refrigerator we don't have swiggy we don't have uh, zomato <laughs> 
Okay. And why do have these long legs, which is like stick? I mean, why don't we have nice legs like the cheetah or the lion or the elephant? And Mama said, no, that's because we have to walk a long distance. If oh. we have that big legs, we'll get arthritis or we'll like the elephant. Why do we have only two fingers? We don't have five fingers where we can't do pedicure, manicure and all. Mama said, that's because we have to walk in sand. In sand, it's very difficult to have many fingers. So that's why we've been designed to have two fingers. Okay, okay, okay. But Mama, why nobody kisses us? Look at the like the dog. People kiss the baby dog. People kiss the baby yeah. cat. But nobody mm-hmm. kisses. Always salivating, is it because of that? So the Mama says no, because we our food is very different, and so we have a different way to digest it, and that's why it's called saliva. Saliva is the best chemistry lab in the world, and all that. Mm-hmm. And then the baby, all that is fine, Mama, but we in a zoo. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's very profound saying that what are we doing? Are we also like, I mean, this is a metaphor for the adult world also saying, are we in a zoo? Yeah. Because do we use our hands for what it is supposed to be used? Do we use the leg for what it is supposed to be used? Do we outsource everything? Yeah. That's, That's a, a beautiful story. Oh my God. <laughs> and you narrated so well. For a child, I can just finish it by saying zoo and a child will laugh. But for yeah. another little bit, open it out and explain it. Then the adult is going to hit and say, "Oh, this is for me." Yeah, correct. And it's for both. Are, it's for <laughs> it's, it's as profound for the uh, what is so called enlightened, and is as mm. fine for a little child. Hmm. Yes, it's actually so beautiful. <laughs> I'm actually smiling from ear to ear. And that's. So many, there's so many stories like that. I mean, that's the beauty of the story world. I mean, that's because it's just very profound things told in a very small capsules. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely so true. So, uh, Vikram, do you still perform only in Bangalore or have you started performing uh, in other parts of the country? I I've traveled across the country. I mean, I've traveled, I've, I've done extensively a lot of performance in Ahmedabad, Baroda, mm-hmm. Um, little bit in Delhi. I've traveled to Kolkata. I've done in Cochin. I've done okay. Nagpur, Chennai, and of course Chennai and Bangalore. Of course, I've done a lot of performances. But yes, I, I, I think Mumbai is well. Mumbai, I haven't done much. You've not done. Much. But I've done. It's very interesting. I've not done Mumbai much, but I've done other cities a lot. Delhi, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. I also do a lot of corporate workshops. So um, that's taken me on so but yeah lots of longer road to go I, w- I mean i would definitely love to do more <laughs> uh that's i hope i wish you luck for all this Thank so you. do you have any message for people who are stuck to their phones and uh, i think you should they should definitely go out there and listen to your stories do you have any message for them um i mean i i see a story a day keeps the doctor away so <laughs> go create a story tell a story listen to a story or nothing else, go, I mean, whatever interaction at home, create stories out of that. Yes, I mean, monotonous talking might be boring, but maybe create a story or create a family history when in these, in these times especially. Create stories of yes. anything. It's such a therapeutic thing to create story. You don't need any gadget. It's a tool. You don't even need a paper. You don't need a pen. You just need just the space to create that story around things. And... Uh, Fill your life with stories, and that's the memories that we carry forward. What are human beings? It's not for our memories and stories. <laughs> and that is true. So I have this question that I ask everybody because this podcast is called Unsettling, and we are usually asked to settle down by a certain age, and we're given a timeline. Mm. 
so I ask people, what is their definition of settled? So I would like to know yours. Uh, we're all work in progress. <laughs> we're all work in progress. And uh, uh, settle is in relative terms to somebody who's not settled themselves. Settled okay. is, uh, at, we, we all look at a bench, we, we look at everything from our framework and Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we draw square and look at things from square, but maybe the other person only can see circles. So okay. that's the word settling is from some person's square vision, and that is good for them. You have to look at saying, does it apply to me? And I'm mean, what they think from the experience. So maybe there is some content, but never believe anybody in this world. Okay. Because there's no oh. truth. There's no one. One is there's absolute truth. There's something that you need to keep traveling. Somebody says black in color, maybe it's blue in color for you. So somebody else it may be red in color, but keep questioning and questioning and questioning. never stop questioning. Because we're all stereotyped <laughs> with what we've been told as a frame, right? And same thing with settling and unsettling. So never, yeah, never yeah. believe one version, question it a thousand times. Okay. Wow, thank you. Thank you, Vikram. That was a wonderful message to leave everyone with. And I'm really glad we did this. And you found time. I'm so glad. Uh, thank you so much for your time. If you have uh, any page that people can follow and uh, see all your work sure. and know about your workshops and everything, can you tell the link and the description? Sure. So one, I'm, I mean, I'm quite active on Facebook and Instagram. In Instagram, my, my profile is called The Storytelling Fellow. Or just Vikram Shridhar, I find either of the two. On Facebook, I, I, then my own profile is there. You can follow my profile as Vikram Shridhar on my page, which is called Around the Story Tree. And of course, I mean, I'm there on WhatsApp, but then you, if you need to have my number, but then yes, you can search me somewhere in social media. I should be there. And, okay. and last, thanks Amrita okay. for creating such wonderful interactions and spaces for people, <laughs> voice to be heard uh, and inspire somebody somewhere. Yes, that was my plan. I hope people are inspired to uh, tell more stories and listen to more stories. And I will be adding all the links in the description. So please go follow him. And please, if if you are in the city and you hear about his workshop or his storytelling, please go and attend. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Thank you Vikram. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Unsettling. If you have any feedback, please write it in the comments. Or send me a mail on podcast.unsettling.as at gmail.com or send me a DM on my Instagram page. I'm sharing all the links in the description below. I hope you had fun. Stay tuned. More stories are yet to come.